Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Works the lane to the cup. Scoop and score. And now we got a fight breaking out. Jordan Clarkson has left the Jazz bench. Hill gets suspended. Whiteside and Green got into it. To Michael Green and Hassan Whiteside got into it. Green is not finished yet. Donovan off a double stagger. Bullets across for Pastor Neal. Finds Roy. Rudy at the rim. He does a slam dunk and a pull up. The Jazz remain undefeated. A perfect 3-0 after beating the Nuggets. 122-110. Rudy Gobert leads the way with 23 points. Donovan Mitchell had 22. But it all changed late in the second quarter. The Nuggets lost their MVP PK. That took some of the steam out of the game. They hung in there for the third. And they got beat in the fourth. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't beat the Nuggets. They beat the, the Denver Stars, the G League team. The G League team. <laughs> no Murray, no Jokic. That's $61 million worth of salary. Not out on the floor. No TR Dunn. I mean, they were missing some of their better <laughs> no players. TR Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> Fat Lever. You're done without TR Dunn. Give us one. What does it say about this team from the game? One thing you learned, and then we will get to that coming up in our next segment. It is time to get rolling with what does it say. They can beat crappy teams with not really extending themselves. Yes. This is two and a half games of that. Jokic is out there. Denver's not a crappy team. But Jokic sits down. It was inevitable they would pull away, and that is exactly what happened in the fourth quarter, and they end up winning by 12. And tomorrow night, they're back in action in Houston against the Rocket team. How would you describe the Rockets? Bad. I thought you were going to go with a crappy team. In the moment, bad. I mean, but you have to allow teams to reload. Yes. And it's time for them to rebuild after the Harden deal. All right, more on the Jazz. And what does it say about the Jazz? Hit us up on Twitter, David DJ James, Facebook, DJ and PK. And we will get to the Jazz next. Stay with us. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Pass to the corner to Andre. Let's it fly. Higadala for three. That's a huge bucket there. 99-90 Warriors with 345 to go. Takes his time at the foul line. Backs down middle of the lane. Spins off and will scoop and score. Long back to baseball. Baseball all the way. Throws it up. Tipped up and in by Davis. AD right there when he needed it. Three games in the West last night, and in every case, the team that is supposed to be good this year beat the team that is supposed to miss the playoffs this year. Everybody got the job done. You heard the Warriors over to the Thunder. 106-98, Shea Gilgis-Alexander had 30, but it wasn't nearly enough. Mavericks beat the Rockets 116-106. Guess who didn't play, PK? For whom? For the Dallas Mavericks. Porzy? Porzingis. Had some tightness. I just set that one out. They won by 10. Well, it's better than having looseness. You know, all that flabby skin all over the place. And the Lakers need OT, but they beat the Spurs, even their record at 2-2. Two and two. They win 125-121. Ankle soreness, something going on there. So no LeBron James. But Russell Westbrook cut loose, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Russell Westbrook unleashed. Yeah, I, I would ship LeBron out of town. 
<laughs> you would not. I mean, it, you can't have them both. You want to unchain Russell in my world, Russ? LeBron's getting in the way. Russell Westbrook is deferring, becoming this, passive. This town isn't big enough for both of them. <laughs> nice. Anthony Davis also had a big game, 35 points and 17 He's rebounds. He's big games. How about our namesake, man? Yak? Yaka Pirtle? 27 and 14? He went to town. Had a big dunk flying down the lane. I saw it in the highlights. Cut oh, he, loose. And he blocked Davis? Yeah. Good for him, man. Been in the league now, what, three or four years? Uh, Probably more than that, actually. Really? Dang, I'm wrong. <laughs> You're probably right. You're better at this stuff than me. I'm taking the I'm taking the over though. All right, go ahead. Don't look it up. Nope, it's too late. I'm looking it up. <laughs> He's on his way. <laughs> you know I can't be stopped. You're addicted to looking things. It up. is year six for Yaka Pertle. Uh One game in the East. Knicks beat the Sixers one twelve to ninety nine. Julius Randle went for 16, 11, and seven to lead the Knicks. We'll watch ESPN this morning. As soon as they get done with football, we'll hear about the Knicks. <laughs> There'll be some. Where do the Knicks rank in the East? No, can they win the East? That's that's what it's going to be. Well, they're off to a three one start. Nice start. Three undefeated teams now left. The Jazz are 3-0, the Warriors are 4-0, and the team the Jazz will see on Saturday, the Bulls are 4-0. Those are the last three unbeaten teams in the NBA. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Hey, guys, I don't have time for that speculation. I mean, that's a joke to me. Um, I got one of the best jobs in, in all of professional sport. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? That'll be the last time that I address it. And not only today, but moving forward. Never say never, but never. Okay? Anybody else got any questions about any college jobs? There's not a booster with a big enough blank check. Thank you. Anybody asking Sean Payton about that? Anybody asking Andy Reid about stuff like that? Mike Tomlin had been linked as an option for the vacant USC job. Carson Palmer apparently throwing that out there in a national interview. Uh, so USC, LSU, he's not having it. The Steelers, a model of stability. He doesn't have to recruit. <laughs> not to love you doing high college for sure, but I think a free agency you have to do to an extent. It's much, much smaller. Uh, yeah, well, the reason why Reed and Peyton aren't being asked that because their names weren't thrown, they weren't thrown out there. Yeah, get mad at Carson Palmer, not some... St- media stiff trying to survive. Who's got to go ask it now uh, that Carson Palmer threw it out there. Yeah, I don't know that he necessarily took any uh, umbrage at the individual who asked it. But I also disagree that there's not a booster with a big enough check. Ah, uh, there it is. That's actually an awesome negotiating move right there. Let all the boosters out there with checks know well, you better you better bring the big check. Yeah. He'll be coming with numbers for. Man, I don't know what he makes in Pittsburgh, job. and he do, he's right. He does have one of the better jobs in all of sport. He I does. I agree with that a hundred percent. He does. And so I appreciate and respect him for saying that because he knows, hey, I've got a great thing here. Why do I need to go someplace else? And sometimes you see guys jump around a little bit, and then years later they reflect, oh, maybe I left this place too early or whatever it might be. You hear that from time to time, and so for him to be absolutely happy in his own skin where he's at says something about what he has going on and what about the what the Steelers are about so for sure he's an icon there you know he's part of the trinity as we look at uh, Chuck Knoll and uh, Coward, Coward and him 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, with Chuck Noll, are we going back to the 60s? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is 50 plus years. That's incredible. 50 plus years with three coaches. When you got that kind of stability, ownership stands behind you and doesn't blame you because players age or you signed the wrong free agent or drafted the wrong guys. He does have a great job. As a standalone denial, that was as good as it gets. The problem is, if you just look at pro coaches denying interest in college jobs, then somebody rolls a Nick Saban tape real quick. And that, as a standalone denial, was pretty strong. Except then he took the job he denied he was going to take. And that happens from time to time, sure. But I, I take Tomlin at his word right now. It's amazing to think he's only 49 years of age. He was young. They wanted him. They don't like a lot of change. He's won a lot. So you would think he'd be good there for another 10 or 15 years, whatever he wants. I thought Bill Cowher could have been good there longer, but he wanted out, so they made the move. Tomlin's never had a losing season in 14 years as the head coach in Pittsburgh. So that's good. 35 years old, takes over the job. They described last year as really disappointing, and they started 11-0. I was going to say. So. If that's the floor, you're in good shape. Well, they lost in the first round of playoffs. They so, did. Yeah, that is disappointing. I mean, they haven't won a playoff game in uh, five years, four years, six years. It's like 2017. Other places you get fired for that, but not in Pittsburgh. It's not how the Roonies do it. And good for them. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell doubled down Tuesday on the league's decision not to make public the results of its investigation into the workplace culture at the Washington football team, saying the anonymity of the people who cooperated with the investigation was too high a priority to allow the league to do so. But then a lawyer came out who represents a bunch of uh, people and said, well, that's not true. None of my people asked for anonymity. Maybe there's somebody else who did, but the back and forth will continue. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. The Utes are going to retire the number two jersey of Ty Jordan and Aaron Lowe. 22. The Utes will retire the number 22 jersey of Ty Jordan and Aaron Lowe and honor their legacies in a ceremony. During the UCLA game on Saturday, they'll be the first players in program history to have their numbers retired. I think we all saw that coming. Didn't know when they'd do it, but it turns out it'll be UCLA on Saturday. Penn State coach James Franklin, aware of potential distractions about his future with the program, but he says it has not impacted the team despite recent on-field losses. Asked Tuesday about his commitment to Penn State with his name linked to other jobs. I've been asked this question multiple times. I think I've shown over my eight years my commitment to this university and this community. Leaves the door open. Well, yeah. This is the game that they have to play. DJ and PK. He wants to move on. Let him. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Hit well, deep left. That's going back. That ball is gone! one nothing Braves. And Jorge feels like busting loose. And that's how you start a World Series. 1-0 pitch. Hit in the air to deep left field. Spinning around out and left is Bradley. And that one disappears. A two-run home run for Duvall. And it's 5-0 Atlanta here in the top of the third. Two in the first, one in the second, two more in the third. The Braves have the big lead, and they hold on to win 6-2. to two. The bullpen had to get it done because a comebacker hit the Braves' ace, Charlie Morton, fractured his fibula in the second inning. Now, he stayed in there, pitched, got a few more guys out, but then left the game in the third inning. 
he will miss the remainder of the World Series. Literally a year ago at this time, my wife had the same injury and was in a wheelchair. And he's out there throwing 100 mile an hour pitches. That's awesome. But it turns out there's some, may there might be some degree, I don't know, but she literally could not walk, as you know. Yes. But it turns out you can't uh, drive off the mound, land on your leg. You need both legs. And when one is broken, that's not going to last. It's amazing he lasted as long as he did. He tried to shake it off. We had Jim Abbott with one full arm, but I don't know that we'll have a pitcher with one full leg. Even Donovan Mitchell couldn't do that. You're right. (laughs) And this reminds us, we got to ask Joe, when does Donovan pitch to you? What's going on? Had all summer. Ah, yeah, but that was a a funky summer with him having to be gone. With the Olympics, yeah. Yeah. Shohei Otani was presented with the Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award. The Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award began in 1998, was last presented in 2014 to Hall of Fame shortstop Derek Jeter and broadcast legend Vin Scully. The award is meant to recognize accomplishments and contributions of historical significance to the game. Shohei. Pitching and hitting at a high level. So he gets that award. That sounds like a country song. Pitching, hitting, <laughs> drinking. <laughs> I'm going to get in touch with Luke Bryant. <laughs> Hunting, yeah. fishing. You got a hit on your hands. <laughs> Enough of this radio stuff. Start writing country music hits. Where the real paydays are, PK. Make it happen. Uh, who do you think contributed to Proud to be an American by Lee Greenwood? Patrick Kinahan. And I'm proud. I stand. I'll just leave it at that. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. We're talking college football with Riley Jensen, our college football insider at 8 o'clock. Awaiting word on Joe Ingles' availability. Normally he does Thursdays, but they got a Thursday game and he doesn't do game days. So probably later today. Possibly he'll bump it to Friday, but probably later today. Yawk is anticipating today, so we all are. We'll let you know on Joe, but probably in the uh, 9 o'clock hour. We'll see how that plays out. Coming up next, the Jazz get the win. What'd you learn? What did that win say about the Jazz? We'll get to that next. Stay with us. It's game week for the Aggies, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It's back-to-back home games for Utah State as Blake Anderson and the Aggies square off against Hawaii in Maverick Stadium. Listen all week long for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch all the play-by-play action beginning with the Aggie pregame show Saturday at noon. From Monday morning to all the play-by-play action, nobody brings you better coverage of Aggie football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I think I can play every game. You know, there's a lot of things I can do better. So I, I really stay away from the numbers this year. You know, I think, uh, you know, when you pay too much attention to the numbers, you kind of limit yourself and you also play to other people's standards. I try to play to my own standards and, and maybe do things that are not being done very often. Try to be the best really I can be and see what happens. There's Rudy Gobert. Didn't have the 20 rebound game. Had 16 boards after 21 and 20 in the first two games. So the average drops now, PK, down to 19 rebounds a game. 3-0. That's the average I care about. Pay attention to that number. Yeah. All right, what does it say? We love the postgame questions after wins, but we're going to do it after wins and losses. I can't wait till they lose. What does it say about the Jazz? (laughs) 
And I saw two What Does It Say's last night. One was on the TNT walk-off with Donovan Mitchell, and then another one was a World Series post-game. What does it say? What was the What Does It Say? I went to bed. Yeah, I, I don't know how you stay up, man. Get to bed. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, there's one thing I have to do to get ready for the morning. That's the only thing that keeps okay, me Okay, you could have done that in the middle of the fourth quarter. <laughs> no, I couldn't, actually. I could. <laughs> okay. I'd be more, more work for Yak if I did. You're welcome, Yak. Once, we, we once they got the win on board, I it's put over. Up, I put up the question before the game was over. All right. So once what? Red Arbach starts smoking a cigar, <laughs> you're good it's, to go. Quinn just pulls out a bagel cigar and lights it up. <laughs> I would die laughing. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> that was another time in another era. <laughs> All right. So what does it say? Says Jokic is one hell of a player, man. Yeah, it is, right? Played 15 minutes, 24, 6 and 6. I thought about that. If you look at the box score and you don't see the minutes, you'd think he played the whole game. (laughs) And he was gone early to mid second quarter. I mean, late to mid second quarter. I got you. Wow, man, he was on his way. And. And it was, uh, they were talking at one point, well, the the Jazz extended the lead to eight, and the Nuggets were minus eight, well, he was on the bench. He was on the bench. He was taking a blow, yeah. Yeah. He was literally keeping the team in the game. And the second he sat down, the Jazz went on a run. Yeah, he's spectacular. Second round pick, too. Awesome. What does this say about Rudy Gobert? If you're going to beat the Jazz, you better have a guy who's lights out from three and can pull him away from the hoop. You don't want to mess with anything else. You got to make him play out on the three point line. Helps the other four guys big time. A smaller, what does it say, that I took from this game was uh, watching Butler. You know, he looks so good in the preseason. What's he going to do in the regular season? He had the crowd ooing and aahing. The handles. So good. Get a guy going left, go right. Get a guy going right, go left. Stop, start, go by a guy. So so then sign Curly Neal. I know, right? But then, (laughs) what does it say? Well, he's a rookie, and they've still got to work with him on some of the concepts of the office. Offense, once he gets him beat, he doesn't go to the hoop and finish or create the step-back jumper, and he doesn't put the other team into the scramble, into the blender, and move the ball. He holds the ball of sticks, and the defense resets. He played two minutes. I didn't even notice him out there. Yeah, he did it a couple times. He beat, he beat his guy twice, and neither time did it lead to a shot. Because he's hesitant. Yes. And that's and why he, he got pulled. zero confidence back Yep, right now. But he can't beat guys off the dribble. But it's just not leading anything yet. Uh, two minutes. I, I I didn't even. I saw him out there. I was like, eh. I don't expect much out of him. I'm, I'm, in fact, I am not going to talk. I'm going to be Jared Butler free f- <laughs> until January. I'm not going to even mention his name. I will not talk about him at all. I know he got an A plus 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 plus, like Ralphie did in his dream nice. theme. Ralphie. Ch- Chad Ford gave a. Him an A plus 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 in his preseason grades, <coughs> but I'm not going to talk about him anymore. What I will what I will say is what it say about the Jazz is for whatever the reason, Joe seems a lot more comfortable coming off the bench this year than he has in prior years. Now he didn't get to play much in that other game because he got tossed, but. So and so such a small small sample, but that's all we got. Is that he's having a high level of effectiveness 
in his 25 to 30 minutes coming off the bench. And that sometimes had been a problem. But so far this year, in two full games, it hasn't been a problem. He has been extremely effective coming off the bench. We will talk with Joe about that coming up, 8.30, 9.30, whenever he is available today. 8.30 is now the time. And it also says... He just quote-tweeted my tweet and said, 8.30, be there. That uh, this league is such a sissy league. Whiteside and Green get tossed for that. I know. For that? Yakking and shoving. <laughs> Come on. It's a fight. <laughs> they shoved each other. This was so minor. What do you do? You can go down any park and get that. And they got to get tossed, they and we got to have security and thought, fifty guys run out on the court as if it's yes. the malice, it, the vivid. <laughs> <laughs> you need a different word; it doesn't rhyme. Hey, come on, that's so overblown. I would have just said, "Guys, shake hands, and away we go," <laughs> or "Don't shake hands." Either way, we're going. I don't think we need to go to Secaucus on that. Nobody threw any punches. Come on. They were shoving and they were kicked out. Yeah, and they had done it the prior possession, so a little bit of pushing and shoving. These guys are large dudes fighting for positioning, trying to make their mark. In the case of Green, he's much younger than Whiteside. I think he is anyway. Uh, But I thought, wow. Somewhere Rambus and McHale are laughing. Thomas says uh, halftime stats indicate we were fortunate Jokic didn't return. Well, you can argue that. I don't know what would have happened. Jazz could have gone on another big run when he sat down again in the second half. Yeah. That could have decided the game. He could, well could have. He could have cooled off and only gone for 40 <laughs> instead of 50. Yeah, but at the same time, if he's in, I think you, ha- you can't just say, well, let's just... Double it. He played 15 minutes at 24, so he would have 48 if he played 30. Yeah, but would Does, Barton have gone off in the third yeah, quarter? Yeah, I mean, obviously the shots are there. You can get more in rhythm, and Barton looked really good for a stretch. Uh, Morris looked pretty good. Uh, the other guys, uh, they're just— Gordon was so, making everything until yeah. he picked up those three quick fouls early, and went to the bench. Early, yeah. After he After he went to the bench, he came back. He but, I mean, they thing. were all point-blank type shots. Yeah, He's not a shooter. Nope. He's over for, th- for three. Yeah. Threw up a three that was an air ball. Missed yeah. another one where clearly they were playing off him for the drive and giving him the three if he wanted it. He didn't really want it, but he finally took it. But, and I mean, the it. Nuggets will take 20 and 7 from him. Uh, that's a pretty good game. And Porter, I'm not going to call him Porter Jr. I don't know who Porter Sr. is, but Porter is a streaky shooter. I've s- I said it yesterday. And he, you know, 518, 3 of 11. He's a streaky shooter. Now, he'll go out, I don't know who they play next, and he'll go 7 of 10 from the 3. That's just who he is. Brace yourself, Mavericks. Porter's coming. Yeah, I mean, he's a nice player, uh, but he's too too streaky. He's not a pure shooter. Tony says, here's what it says. It says the Jazz are still looking for a rotation that works good. They're going to have to incorporate Rudy Gay soon. They're still winning. It matters most in June. That's deep. Well, he got in all his takes. It's about four of them. Of course it matters most in June if you're even playing in June. It may not matter at all in June. 
could be on vacation because yeah. the when the regular format, which is what we're going to have this season, hopefully it continues, is that if you're playing in June, uh, you're in the conference final or the NBA final, right? Yep. Yeah. So it works. Be great if they're playing in June. Yeah, it'd be awesome. But I can't guarantee they're going to be playing in June. I like their chances. Josh says, what does it say? says it's better to be lucky than good. Jokic was on pace for a monster night. I've always disagreed with that, se- that statement. It's, it's good to have luck, but, but it's luck, better to be good. luck can only carry you for so far. You need to be good. You need to be really good. And this ball club is really good. And yeah, they got lucky, but they'll have a time. That that stuff evens out. We've got, uh, let's see, 82, 81, 80, 79 games to go. Help me on my math. So that'll flush out. Three down, 79 to go. You yeah, know. I, I, I use my fingers. BYU Bullion at Playoff Bogey tweets in, what does it say? Nothing really. It's good to get this win, but they didn't defend or move the ball well for most of the game. It's only game three. There's lots of work to do. You know what it says? Donnie basketball is the smoothest jazz player of all time. Because? Because he's smooth. I mean, I just have Boney James in my mind. Smooth jazz. Channel 66 on my Sirius XM satellite radio. (laughs) Plug another radio station. (laughs) Good work. Thanks for that. Smooth jazz. That's who he is. He is so smooth and so graceful on that the mid-range, the little high pick, and he just steps over and just, just so smooth, man. It's like the most fundamentally sound shot with the follow-through and the dribble and in rhythm. He is smooth. There's not a player who's been smooth. Name me a player, Jazz fans, and we've got a lot of yes out there that go way back. Adrian Danley was smooth. Dr. Duncanstein was smooth. And they all can be smooth. Pete Maravich. Now you're going way But back. none of them were smoother than Donnie Basketball. Went back to New Orleans. I, he can, wherever, Charlotte, he can go down to Miami, Orlando, doesn't matter where he is. He's smooth. So smooth. And he's playing for the Jazz. It's so appropriate. He is smooth jazz. Ian's having none of this analysis. Ian's all about the results. What does it say? It says that we are 3-0 instead of 2-1. You are what your record says you are. It should be 3-0. Agreed. Played nobody, nobody, and the Nuggets. Denver with Jokic out in the second half, yeah. And Murray's not there. Yeah. And Denver was playing back-to-back. And here's where you say, well, somebody told me on the set that when you play back-to-back, that you it start It was somebody. It was but you Big go, T. But you go... Somebody. And you run out of gas at the end of the third quarter. But since it's early in the season, that you doesn't count. Right. I forgot all your rules, man. Well, you need to pay better <laughs> attention then. Pay some better attention, and then you'll know the rules. And somebody told you that Caleb Rep was going to be somebody. <laughs> Sione Stockton says 82-0 is still possible. It is. I can't argue that. Live the dream. 
but I would be willing to bet large <laughs> amounts of money, money that they are going to lose a game. <laughs> it's amazing that teams win in the 70s, and it's very rare. But it's really amazing when you think about that. But that would, that's been accomplished a couple times, right? That's an incredible amount of winning. The winning percentage is just, it's, it's something that I can't even grasp, even though I've seen it. Been alive to watch it twice. It's, it's beyond comprehension. And that's still those teams are losing 9, 10, 11 games. Mm-hmm. That you would even care that much. You have to have the care factor involved in that. Even if you're fighting for the one seed, you usually have that. There's a good chance you have it at 60 wins. You certainly have it at 65. Right. So to go out there and push for the next seven wins. Right. When you got to play hurt, you got to play sick, you got to play tired or exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets mind numbing to where, and I've been in this situation just as a writer. You're coming back to the hotel, you step on the elevator, and you literally cannot remember the room. Because you're not, for a moment there, you're, you're, you're not sure what city you're in. Because every elevator shaft looks the same, basically, right? You got the things there. You got the wood paneling, you and, got a bunch of and buttons and lights. And if you're Buddy the Elf, you press all of them. <laughs> so you go all the way, you know, you stop every floor, right? Because that thing lights up. That's annoying. <laughs> Poke your head out. Yeah. This look like it? No. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Yeah. And there's there's a moment there where you you're literally not sure what floor and what your room number is because you've been doing so much traveling. And to think that they would still have that uh, ability to focus and go get those wins. It's just impressive because no one in the history of regular season NBA hoop is going to turn away 65 wins and say that's not good enough. All right, DJ and PK coming up. College football fans, they are going head-to-head. The rivals and a rivalry in all things, including kickoff times. And we'll get to that next. Stay with us. This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it. Utah needs to be able to get two yards on a fourth down when they're behind. I'm not throwing Andy Ludwig under the bus for the fourth down play. I just think that there could have been more running the stinking football. They ran the ball on first down, did not on second, third, and fourth. I'm sure that these coaching staffs get sick of hearing the second guessing. And in their mind, they're like, fine, you come in and call it. But Kyle's second guessing. It'd be tough, which is easy for him to do, too. I'm sure Andy Ludwig is probably sitting down with him like, hey, Kyle, so what did we talk about in fourth down situations? Well, if they showed this, then we'd do that. So what did they show, Kyle? This. And if I'm Kyle Whittingham, I'm like, so how many points did we score on that drive? Zero. Okay, don't effing do that ever again. And don't you ever have that condescending voice with me ever again, Andy. <laughs> what kind of a show is this? Catch Hans Olsen and Scotty G every day from noon to 3 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Hot Takes Your Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair? It's 2021, and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment or visit www.utahhairmd.com. BYU and Utah play on TV same time Saturday night. Which game's going to have the better Ratings. Oh, we'll settle this forever. Forever. Yeah. No, we won't. Oh, sure you will. Nope. 
No, this will settle it. It's like when you're driving down I-15 and you live in Sandy. Do I buzz over to I-80 and down to 215? So you, you never really know unless you have two cars right there at the exact moment. And they each go at the exact same time. That's the only way you'll ever know which way is shorter. And now here, they kick off within seconds of each other. And let's just go, let's go, you know, with a little poetic license. So they kick off exactly at the same time. And now we'll know whoever has the higher of the ratings, you are the more popular team in our community. And the other one, we're just going to cast aside. Richard is ready to have both of them cast aside. DVR those games and watch UFC 267. Richard. <laughs> How's that? Richard's the outlier. Any different from 265 or 268? What makes 267 so special? It's football season. It's college football season. Saturday night, so much riding on the line. First place on the line for the Utes. The four and three Utes can still win the South. In fact, they're favored to win the South. Bronco Mendenhall and his traveling revival return to Provo. (laughs) His traveling revival. They're going to put up a big tent in the field. (laughs) Why is there a tent over the track thing over there uh, south of the stadium? His quarterback is a B.A. 400 yards per game. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with it. He's, le- he's legitimately a B.A. He's a B.A. Nice. He's, he's legitimately a B.A. It has nothing to do with any stat. His name is Brandon Armstrong. He's a B.A. <laughs> You're looking forward to this so much. <laughs> you knew where I was going. <laughs> Things I get to say on the radio tomorrow. <laughs> I picked it up. He's a B.A. You can't argue. Their quarterback is a B.A. Mark says, which game is Rod Gilmore calling? There's your answer right there. That would be the Utah game. What? Why is that your answer? What's Rod Gilmore? Fans love to rip on him as an analyst. Oh, brother. What Garrett you... says, anyone but Beth Mullins on the call. Oh, would we stop with this nonsense of who's announcing a game? Who gives a flying you-know-what who's announcing the game? Well, apparently, Garrett, but for reasons that aren't clear, he says, well, I'll be at the Ute game. You really don't care who's announcing the game if you're at the game. You're not watching it. No, that's for what sure. What do you care about the broadcast for if well, you're in the stadium? But did he say the same thing? He did. Anyone but Beth Mullins on the call, oh, seven exclamation okay. points. Well, I'll be at the Ute game. <laughs> well, who cares who's calling either game who, if you're at Beth the Ute game? Beth Mullins? Beth Mullins. Who is Beth Mullins? It's not L, it's a W. Mullins. How do you know? I don't know how the game's going to turn out. Why do you assign it an L rather than a W? You can't do that. You're just screwing around now. <laughs> so, <laughs> to think that stuff might have worked on me 20 years ago. <laughs> well, you're, you're assigned. I don't know who Beth Mullins is. Kyle says ESPN usually beats, uh, you know, this is a good one. ESPN usually always <laughs> beats ESPN. That doesn't make any two. sense. Well, which one is it? Usually or always? <laughs> it usually always beats ESPN, too. And with a late kickoff, that usually favors West Coast teams as far as ratings go. I like that. I'm certain it probably will be. <laughs> I'm almost positively certain that it could happen here. They don't, they don't quite grasp the language. Definitely, maybe. <laughs> 
Yeah, but see, that's what BYU, you claim you've got this international galactic fan base. Yep. So you want to be on ESPN2 to prove it even more. Oh, yeah, if you get better ratings on ESPN2, and Kevin makes a good point here, Utah will have better ratings because both teams are in the West. Most Virginia fans are going to be asleep by halftime. It's not about the opposing fan base. It's about your fan base. Well, both fan bases count in the ratings, PK, so it is Right, but BYU claims this mega gob national fan base. So if they win in the ratings when they're playing the team from back east, who is going to have some casual fans who fall asleep? Big deal. If the TV's on, who cares? Good point. (laughs) If you fall asleep with the TV on, you get the ratings points. Yeah. Uh, you and your boy, the herd, you two just live and die by TV ratings. So this, this is I, I wrote this question specifically for I, you. I knew you did. I knew I was going to get mocked <laughs> as soon as I read this. Not mocked. Yes, I'm pointing out fact. Mocked. You and the herd, your guy who bring the state taxes that you thought was so important. You love that dude. He's your hero. And I listen to him. You yeah, don't get a, satellite, but I do. So you listen to him, and I don't. But he's my hero. Years ago, sense. you did. Yeah, because you don't Years have satellite. Years ago, I did. Yeah, he's on TV. I could go home and watch him. It's just right, silent. but you can't. Um, I only listen to him at home. I mean, just excuse me, driving, driving home. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes on, and he just hammers TV ratings. You you jo- two are the guys live by TV ratings, because it's your business. I get it. Josh says, the team with the national following and the football tradition. To which Ryan answers, so UCLA 1, oh, two, yeah, Virginia yeah. 3, and Utah 4. <laughs> the youth for the worst football tradition in Virginia. Hmm. I'm not really up to par with Virginia's football tradition, to be, so I don't know that I can answer that. Uh, you know, maybe if, if tradition, if you're going to go back and bring in the dog years, but the Utes are so far removed away from the dog years that now they, they pack them in. They're just a dusty page in the history books. In my mind, they are. They don't have anything to do with now. They don't, no. I go to the stadium, and it looks virtually full. You see people tailgating, and it, you know, it looks 30, big time to me. You know, 30 years ago, they had rotted wooded That's bleachers here. And I they did. I, but wasn't, I didn't go to the stadium yeah. 30 years ago. I go now, and I've been all over the country, literally, covering games, and their atmosphere is big time. BYU and Virginia, Scott says, because both teams are playing well. Yeah, it's funny that uh, you got these two teams in the Pac-12 coming off losses, disappointing losses, I guess you could say. And uh, now that's a five and three versus a four and three. UCLA's five and three. The Utes are four and three, as opposed to six and two versus six and two down in Provo. Yeah. It's funny in this way. The Utes only four and three, but yet they're favored to win the South. What does that say? <laughs> We're back to that. What does it say? It says the South is smelly. It says the South is bad. It says the Utes changed quarterbacks. It says the Utes won three in a row after they changed quarterbacks. And when they did lose, they lost while giving up 34 points. Excuse 34? me, while scoring 34 points. I say they yeah, the offense, so the offense has, been, has been humming the last three weeks. Yeah, defensively, that's... That's where. That's the big question. They're in this just game. immature right now. How is UCLA going to be able to run the ball on Utah? Easily. Straight ahead. Side to side. They run it easily, and the Utes are in trouble, and 4-4 four and four is a possibility. Oh, I, I think they win, though. 
They're going to win some outrageous 45-41 game? Well, I, got, I, I just don't think DTR is – I'm not as confident as Kyle that he's going to be able to play. And if you play a freshman quarterback, uh, come on, in his first start on the road, that's exactly what happened to Sam Darnold with SC. And they lost that game. Utes won that game. So I think that's a, that's a major advantage, and they already had an advantage because the Lord didn't play when they played Washington State, so they may get it again. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Joe Ingles. He will be here at 8.30 for his weekly visit. Riley Jensen, our college football insider and mental performance coach, will join us next right here on 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone.